is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. The fight against insecurity has been in the top spot on the federal government's to-do list. But it appears victory is still a very long way off as criminals, bandits and terrorists find a way to get themselves arms and ammunition. Stories of people being caught with illegal weapons are no longer news in Nigeria. Just recently, the Lagos State Police Command seized a large catch of ammunition in two commercial buses and arrested three persons found with the consignment. Where did they get it from? Where were they going? Our colleague in Lagos, Abbas Dalibi, tells us more. My name is Abbas Ibrahim Dalibi, Beatrice reporter, Lagos and some part of uh, southern Nigeria. Well, it was on Saturday the afternoon. If you go to Alaba, doing uh, Alaba, there's a lot of parks. If you go to Machop, too, there are some parks. But there are also some close of some Arewa people close there, whereby it is just a market or a point of business that they regularly travel, maybe mm-hmm. once in a week or twice twice in a week. So they used to have some buses that do come to convey them to the north. So same as that point at Ajede Ikrodu, uh, one of their residents, uh, one of the houses residents told me that they used to have motors that convey people to Kasena or Kano or Kaduna on weekly or twice in a week basis. So it, it was at that point that there is a man, they are trying to load his luggage, like three sacks. So the process of lo- loading the sacks, one of the sacks bust. And, and after it bust, what come out from the sack was uh, ammunition. Yes, ammunition, that is gun ammunition. So that is what raised the alarm. A witness told me that the driver of one of the vehicles, because police has already confirmed, you know, uh, the arrest of the three suspects mm. uh, in the name of Tukur Abdullahi, 35 years old, Moazu Salim, 50 years old, and Tairu Idris, 36 years old. Mm. So an eyewitness told me that uh, on interrogation, even before the police came, because it is the people around their vicinity that raised the alarm, led to the, you know, informing the police, then later policemen uh, were uh, from the close-by station, when you know, prompt into action, prompt into action and arrest the, you know, suspect. Okay. So that... Eyewitness told me that uh, the driver, one of the drivers, confessed that he 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 has been doing, he has been carrying such you know illegal you know items for over two years, and he's saying what is there, what is there in this? He is used to it. That's one of the uh, you know witness. As one of the witness told me. So even uh, the witness even told me that the issue is not uh, uh, it's more than what we, uh, what people are even seeing now, because uh, in mo- in in most cases some of these travelers you know do smuggle hard drugs. These items I one can be assured of that they are they will be taken to Casina to bandit or 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 it's all their likes. So he told me that people are also smuggling hard uh, hard drugs to those bandits and other people that use hard drugs over there in the north from Lagos. Okay, so um, were you able to visit where these things happen? Well, we are there, but most of the people around that location, that vicinity, they don't want to talk. Even uh, that eyewitness, that eyewitness asks us not to disclose this. They even uh, lament that uh, there is also negligence from the side of the government. You know, most of these parks, security personnel used to be there 
you know, to be seeing what is happening there, to be searching people's luggage. But most of them, they are there, they are on, you know, for their own selfish interest. They will be, they will be, they will go there. If they give them money, they will just go and find their way. That's most of the challenges we are finding. I also spoke to one of the leader of the unions, the drivers' union. He told me that the, he's told me that on daily basis they do arrest passengers trying to smuggle, uh, you know, ammunition or hard drugs. He said that even like two weeks ago, some a passenger was caught with uh, the kind of ammunition. So, yes. And uh, were you able to speak to the police in regards to this and what did they say? I did all what I can do to get the attention of the Lagos State Police uh, PRO, that is the uh, public relations officer in the name of Benjamin Hondin. I've called him severally, he did not pick and I have sent him a message, he did not respond. But he has already issue a statement on Saturday morning that uh, the suspect, the three suspects are in the police custody and they have, uh, you know, transferred to the police state command in Ikeja mm. for further investigation and interrogation. That was Abbas Dalibi, our colleague in Lagos. What does this mean for the fight against insurgency in Nigeria? After the break, we will find out. Do stay. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's The Bearing, a podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash daily trust. On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash daily trust. And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash daily trust. To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. Welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're looking at how two buses full of illegal arms were intercepted in Lagos and what it means in the fight against insecurity. Before we went on break, we had a chat with our colleague in Lagos who established where their munitions came from and where they were headed. Concerns about the spread of insecurity have been among the major issues that have dominated discussions in 2022, especially as general elections draw near. This latest interception is one of the series of unlawful importations of firearms in Nigeria, a development that is fast raising concerns amongst Nigerians. On December 18, 2021, the Nigeria Customs Service intercepted 550 pump-action gun cartridges in Adikbo Junction, Benue State. On December 16, they intercepted 751 live ammunition concealed in cassava floor across southwest Nigeria. These, among many other cases, have been reported through the years. What does this say about the fight against insecurity in Nigeria? A security analyst tells us. My name is Komarisali Udantata Mahmoud, Director of Security Salute Nigeria Initiative, tearing in one campaign against insurgency, gender violence. Well, you see, the moment your border are porous, you are bound to experience proliferation of arms. Before now, there used to be a national 
tax force, the CONAT force. At one time, it was late Okereke, then later former IGP Okiro, mm. who is also the board of trustees chairman of our Salute Nigeria initiative. But among the attempts of reference is to ensure that arms are not proliferated into the country through illegal routes. Mm. You find out that at the borders, even with the presence of immigration, police, customs, DSS, and also of other security agencies or representatives, they still find their ways to import uh, on license and unapproved uh, weapons as well as lighter arms through bushy parts. So that is why over time we say the ports as well as the porous borders must be beefed. And how do you do that? Outside having combat ready officers at the border areas or their presence at the ports or checking points, you need to intensify and enhance intelligence action because when disguised, you'll be able to know the rules are moving. Then you also disguise and be there without them knowing that you are no members of intelligence arms of any of the security agencies. In all the security agencies we have in the country, talk about the army, there is intelligence arms, police have CID, DSS are there, civil defense have intelligence, custom has custom intelligence units, as well as immigration and also other. But what do you see? At the end of the day, when they are sitting at the entry point, the port, these people have their own uh, on non-terrain. They follow. I will give you examples of Chikanda, Kwara, Benin mm. Republic border. A lot of areas where the security agencies are not where they use by proliferating arms and what they use bush parts like Kemanji, Karozi and others to get to Benin Republic and from Benin Republic they get those routes up to Kanji and get into the shores of Nigeria. Mm. Same way Owode, Seneboda, Idi, Iroko, Gamborungbala along the northeastern side of Borno, Chad and as well as Cameroon. You find out that the parts they follow are not welcomed, and that is why we are calling for air surveillance of both the air police as well as the Nigerian Air Force, so that the more the ground intelligence network is working, the air surveillance will be able to monitor all at once. You can procure eight-hour drones for the security agencies. Now that we have these things happening, and then we find the government constantly saying they are fighting insecurity, what does this mean for our fight against insecurity? As we always emphasize, insecurity is not peculiar to Nigeria alone. We are even a good country that we have not failed. Countries like Somalia, Syria, South Sudan, Afghanistan, Libya have failed where there is no law and order. To the best of our knowledge, Nigerian security agencies are still allowing us to live as one. The issue is that it's a trying period, but like I mentioned, uh, what the government needs to do, rather than treat it with kid gloves, they need to concentrate on proper training of officers and personnel and training of modern intelligence gathering gadgets. Aftermath of, uh, you know, attack on World Trade Center in uh, Washington, D.C., what America did, even with the existence of FBI, CIA, and other security agencies, they went ahead to form Homeland Security to coordinate all the security agencies. So what I'm trying to say Synergy must be enhanced, intelligence gathering must be enhanced. Once proper training is given, proper training of handling of modern intelligence gathering, what have you, as well as a procurement of further armaments that could comb certain white lines, forests, as well as other entry and I think it could go a long way. But the way our border areas are now, the illegal routes have even dominated uh, illegal uh, importation than the main water. Because while you are there sitting and seeing yourself as police, Migration, customs, civil defense, and others, they are using the bush part to import arms into the country against the security of this country. And that is why arms that are in the hands of bandits are even more than the ones in the hands of members of armed forces and the police.
What is the way forward? Because you've mentioned the fact that, okay, porous borders are one of the things that are leading to this. And for you to say it, it means people know about it. It means the government have heard about it. So what do you think is holding them back and what is the way forward? Well, the president should fulfill his promise of restructuring the entire security architecture for efficiency. The best trained regular combatant officers in NDA, short service, in police academy, and academies of immigration, customs, and others are either military assistants or CSO and other things to top functionaries, which ought not to be. These best crops, once the security sector is restructured, they will have no business serving service chiefs, IG, or other top notches in the security architecture. The essence of them passing out as the best state is for them to come and safeguard the interests of this country. Once security is restructured, you will not stay more than the specified time you are supposed to stay in your area of posting. Areas that the most intelligent security officers are supposed to man, they are left to dummies, dummies who have no integrity, dummies who can compromise the security of this country at the detriment of taxpayers. So I think if the president fulfills his promise of restructuring, we will have efficiency. And if you fail as CP, if you fail as ACG, you'll be held responsible. If you fail as commanding officer, you'll be held responsible. If you fail as flag officer commanding that is supposed to take care of maritime waters, you have to be held responsible as well as air officer commanding that is supposed to take charge of air defense of this country and extension of other security agencies. That was Comrade Sally Hudantete Mahmood, a security analyst, speaking. One of the roles of the government is to protect lives and properties of citizens. Are they living up to that expectation? We wait and watch. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to everyone whose voices we heard on the show. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download these and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily or if you have questions or comments, call us or send us a message on WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you can reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. <music>